knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Anthem Report Podcast. This is episode 123, or 123 if you're nasty, Yo. of the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the world. My name is Mike, and with me as always is my co-host, friend, brother, and partner, Jason. Hello, Jason. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah, I say it's going pretty good. Pretty good. I, I, I tend to agree. Even though last night I had a speed run that griefed me immensely. Yeah, that was really rough. I got to a certain point, and what seemed like it was a, uh, was a glitch reared its ugly head and yeah. ruined my good pace, and then I didn't PB. So it was like was literally sad. a bug. It was like literally a bug. Um, speaking of bugs, that's going to that's gonna, that's gonna send us right into our topic of today, Jason. Hashtag FixKH on PC. This is a, uh, a a movement on Twitter right now, mm-hmm. started by Violent Gamer, known mm-hmm. speedrunner and just Kingdom Hearts connoisseur. I would assume also plays the violin. He does play the violin. Okay, nice. But he's also a gamer. Wow. And what he has said, love it, is these games have been out on PC for months, and KH2 and DDD in particular have some game breaking bugs crashes 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 the game it's really um hindered the kh2 randomizer community like for pc yeah like the new the new like hd ports they've just gone back to emulation um because it's just not going well um and just in general there's a lot of audio glitches in the games where where magic is very loud where there's a lot going on kh3 is the most stable it seems Mm. in melody of memory but even they have some different bugs. Melody Memory has bugs that um, there's just like some notes that are just wrong. They have bugs in them. They have bugs in them. And there's some controller issues on PC for Melody Memory. Yeah. Three doesn't really have a ton, but that's because it was the those games were made in Unreal Engine where the older games were not. And I think that's why they probably haven't fixed them. But uh, the whole idea behind this hashtag and this movement is to get Square Enix to notice that we want these games patched and fixed. Right. Well, also, like, I mean, we're going to talk about this other thing later, but I was thinking about it, like, when it comes to, because there's always been memes like, oh, I bought KH2 on PlayStation 2, I bought it on PlayStation 3, now I'm buying it on PlayStation 4, and then now it works on my PlayStation 5, but like, oh, now I have to buy it on PC type thing, right? Right. Where for me, it's like, if you buy it on PC, like, it should just always work, right? Yeah. But it, like, doesn't properly work right now. No, it doesn't. Let's read some of the uh, tweets in this hashtag right now. The top, I'm, I'm go- I got the top tweets here. First, let's, le- let's read Violin's initial one. He says, it's been almost four months since Square Enix released KH on PC, and there still haven't been any patches to fix the crashes and audio issues in KH 1, 2, BBS, and DDD, as well as the proof of times past bug in KH 3, and no soft reset in all KH games. Let's get hashtag fix KH on PC trending smile. It, it, when I look at it, it kind of looks like Fix K Han PC. I, dude, I can't not see K Han. <laughs> K Han. I think it's because he didn't capitalize the O on on, which I understand why he yeah. didn't. But like, it's <laughs> I just see K Han, dude. K Han. Feels bad. I wasn't going to mention that because I don't want the movement shout, to lose power. <laughs> but it looks like K Han. One like equals one Fix prayer K-Han, for K Han, dude. K Han PC. Fix Kahan PC. Uh, our good friend LimitForm72 says, nothing would make me happier than to see Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 get patched on PC to fix the crashing and audio issues. Once fixed, it'll be absolutely be the best version. I said absolutely twice tonight. Once fixed, it will absolutely be the best version of the games today, and I believe the fan base deserves that no matter what. Hashtag fix Kahan PC. <laughs> Bizkit47 says, Really hoping Square Enix lets us know if there are plans to fix KHPC. It's rough being in the dark on this. If needed, we can provide plenty of examples of these issues that should be fixed. I imagine the sound and crashing problems are already at least known by them. Fix KHPC. Yeah, Hashtag. dude. Hashtag. Um, 
Orpheus Joshua Yo. says, hashtag fix Kahan PC. The Kingdom Hearts games on PC deserve stability, and the fact that they still lack such a fundamental necessity after this long after launch baffles me. Oh, my God. If you He's want baffled. more people into these games via the vast PC market, they need to work properly. True. Spitting uh, facts. Please fix Kahan. Here's Alks. I've Alks. never really had too big a problem with the PC ports, but obviously other people have. So come on, Square Enix. Lend us a hand here. Alks trying to claim that it do- the PC issues don't exist. Trying to claim like he wasn't raging in the Twitch chat <laughs> when KH2 crashed. After yeah, he, beat he did Demix have a crash. What is he talking shit? about? <laughs> Alks, what are you doing? Alex, no. Alex being paid to try and Alex, sully the movement. A square Enix shell. <laughs> what have you done? Here's a Nintendo. The PC port of Kingdom Hearts is the best version for anyone looking to get in the series, but KH2 and KHDD have random crashes that occur even on the most high-end PCs. Square Enix, please. Hashtag fix Kahan PC. Yeah. Novion. Fix the Kingdom Hearts PC ports, especially the crashes making KH2 and DDD less playable. Do it, or Ansem is coming for you. Hashtag fix K Han PC. Oh no, I haven't fixed KH2 or DDD. I hope Ansem Seeker of Darkness doesn't come and clap my cheeks. Yeah, please don't come <laughs> oh, clap no. my ch- cheeks, Ansem. <laughs> oh no. Please. Square Enix says only seven days to go until the Reapers game begins and Neo the world ends with you. Not long left to go now. Yeah, or and negative so, five days if you if you got it when it leaked. Yeah. Excited for the world ends with you, but waiting more agitation for you guys to fix KH Han PC. KH Han PC. Yeah, dude. K Han PC. Anyway, I think everybody should if if you think this needs to get done, you should hashtag K fix K Han PC. Uh, hopefully Square Enix does this. Square Enix is a strange company in a lot of ways. Uh, Most of them suck at live service shit, dude. I'm just going to say it. Well, that's the thing. Like, you look at something like Final Fantasy XIV, which has been, like, a champion of live service. And then also, like, Dissidia. Dissidia, Opera Omnia, Brave Exvius. All those games have a lot of support. But then you... Everything else. (laughs) Everything else. Well, like, even, like, these pixel remasters that are coming out have been... They said recently, hey... If there's a demand for these pixel remasters on console, we'll do it. There's clearly a demand for it. Yeah. People were clearly like, wait, why is this only on PC and mobile? Yeah. People were clearly upset by that. So don't act like there's not some demand for it. Yeah. You know, they, they, they just, they just uh, it's great sometimes. They're just weird champing, dude. Yeah, definitely. And definitely I think, a bit weird. I think sometimes we give them too much of a pass. Yeah, sometimes. Like. When the world ends with you, Neo, the world ends with you, leaks. And everybody's like, oh, poor Square Enix can't catch a break. All their games keep leaking. Guess what? Don't let your games leak. (laughs) You're a company that's been around for years. Yeah. 30, 40 years. Yeah. And you just just don't let your games leak. It's not poor, poor big company. Oh, man. It's like, fucking stop letting your games leak. <laughs> they literally did it to themselves this time. They inclu- For those of you who don't know, basically people who pre-ordered The World Ends With You were getting, for some reason, were getting sent codes to the game to download it before the game was out. Yeah. So it wasn't even like a it wasn't even like a leak in the sense of oh someone stole a copy and is making copies of them. They did it to themselves. Yeah. No, there's no poor Square Enix there. Yeah. Oh no! Now their shareholders are gonna be upset. Shareholders don't give a fuck, dude. It's like, come on. You guys got to stop being so blind. I love Square Enix. I think I they absolutely make, love. They Square make Enix. some of my favorite games of all time. Most of my favorite games of all time. But that doesn't make them infallible. That doesn't make them like I should support them no matter what. It that, does. It does mean that. No. It does mean that. No. Fix Kahan PC, dude. Well, they need to fix Kahan PC. True. Yeah, no, it, it I just remember like like with KH3, it's like the game released and then it was just like radio silence for a while. And it, like games nowadays normally like We'll have like multiple, multiple, multiple patches to like fix bugs and shit like that. And I mean, it's not like KH3 was like unpolished on console on release. Like there was just some like weird shit that would happen. But like, I, I mean, critical mode came fairly quickly. Yeah. Within yeah. Six months. 
But yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things. But like, I I just remember not knowing if it was even if it was coming out for the longest until yeah. like maybe like a couple weeks before it was going to come out. They were like, yo, we have critical mode coming, blah, blah, well, blah. Right. Like, right. So I don't know. I I don't know if I it's like know. a I communication thing. I seem to remember Nomura saying that critical mode was coming and then it and then it came like a month or two later after that. I, th- I think they did. I think they were pretty transparent about that. And that's the thing. A lot of game companies, for, for whatever reason, just aren't transparent about things. And I know sometimes it's like impossible to be transparent about certain things. Like, because then, like, what if it doesn't happen? Then you've let your fan base down, and that's almost worse, right? Yeah. But they could be more transparent on what they're doing. And yeah, well, and I think the this would be literally just as simple as saying, like, hey, we we see this, and we're we're gonna figure out what the best thing to do is or like just like hey we hear you guys not even necessarily even say hey like we're gonna do something about it because you're still gonna get people who are gonna tweet that regardless right even if you say hey we know that there's these bugs on pc and we're gonna fix them no worries 100 guaranteed there's still gonna be fucking people like it should have been fixed the second it came out like where's the thing hey bro i think if they were gonna fix the shit they would have said that already i don't think they're going to yeah I don't think they're going to. Also, remember how they did mom dude? Dirty. They did mom dirty. Still no DLC to this day. Well, they said they weren't going to do DLC. Right, but even though everyone's like, please, for the love of God, give us DLC. You know who's giving us mom DLC? The water cage. The, the, our fucking lord and savior, dude. Absolute legend. Shout out to our boy, water cage. I feel like we shot him out every week, but it's well deserved. Yes. The man is doing... The Lord's work. The Lord's work. Anyway, guys, hashtag K, K fix K Han PC. <laughs> hashtag fix K Han PC. Yes. Let it get it out there on Twitter. Tell your friends. Because you know what? They might not do it. But they definitely won't do it if we don't say anything. I mean, that's true. That's 100% so, true. For sure. I was like, oh, hey, by the way, we know this is buggy. Here you go. No. Speaking of uh, just giving your life to Square Enix, they've announced Kingdom Hearts, the complete novel collector's edition from Yen Press, releasing in November 2021, includes all 12 novels, 13 envelopes, and a Keyblade keychain. And what they mean by envelopes are these cool... What the fuck is an envelope? These cool Station of Awakening... What the hell is an envelope? Envelopes here. That's not an envelope. That's a piece of paper. Yeah, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't fucking know. That's but, just a that's just a flat take, piece of paper. They're taking all the different parts of the of of the novel and putting it into one collection, and yeah. it looks really fucking juiced. And I'm like, yo, I don't even read, but do I, <laughs> I want can't this? Even read? Uh, there's no pre order uh, info yet, but I'm assuming. Yo, what is what is that ad? What ad? What is what is what is that ad at the? Whoa! <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen online. Buy now. Yeah, dude. Buy it now, or just do the free trial. Yeah, you don't have to buy it. What the fuck? Include, Why, up to level sixty. Why would you DLC buy it? What? Award winning. Are you serious? <laughs> Why would you fucking buy that? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I just have to say this because this shit's fucking funny, dude. I'm sitting there. I'm playing Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm fucking grinding my botany, which. If you don't play FF14, it means I'm just chopping fucking trees, dude, for like two hours, and I'm just chilling, having a good time, right? Someone in my free company, which is like your guild or clan, uh-huh, uh-huh. is like, yo, why can't I level up anymore? And I was like, well, what game version of are you are you on free trial? And then I was like, well, you can't be on free trial if you're in a free company, right. I don't think. And then they're like, yeah, I'm level, I'm level 60, and I can't level up anymore. And I said, like, okay, well, what version did you buy? And he said, oh, last night I bought the collector's edition of Heaven's Word. Heaven's Word is the free one. Right. You, I was like, how the fuck do you even buy this anymore? And I was like, wait, why did you buy Heaven's Word? It comes with the trial. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to be nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like most people are not toxic in FF14. So right. it'd be like really weird if I was, you know? So I was like, yeah, well, well, why did why did you buy Heaven's Word? It's free. He's like, oh, for the mounts. <laughs> I was like, bro, of course you can't level up. You don't own it. You bought mounts. You didn't buy anything but mounts, bro. He said, oh, 
And then like 30 seconds later, it said he logged off. <laughs> but then he was on later. I think he bought. I hope he did. Dude, I swear to God, this guy probably fucking bought Stormblood collector's edition for the mounts which is the next one and it's not even the most up-to-date one so he's gonna hit level 70 and be like wait why can't i level up anymore so (laughs) endwalker's the one that's coming out soon right yes what's the one before endwalker shadowbringers so if he bought shadowbringers he gets everything he gets everything yes and he bought the free one yeah that's for the mounts (laughs) it's like bro okay do it for how about you just buy the mounts on the stores separately and then buy a fucking expansion that actually is going to get you more content. Also, I don't know how the fuck this person was playing because they were, I was literally like on the last mission or like last like two or three missions of Mm -hmm. Heavensward and I was level 60. This dude was level 60 and he had just started Heavensward. Did this motherfucker go through and do every single side quest in he the entire have. game, he bro? Like a ten level difference, bro. He did all the slave four toads. But like, but like, listen though, like when <laughs> inspect the the coffin. Yeah, dude, he definitely did that a lot. <laughs> no, but like in the base game, the XP values for quests and everything is way lower. Like when you get into Heavensward, like that's the main way you level up from fifty to sixty because right. the XP is just higher, right? right. This motherfucker went through so much A Realm Reborn content that he hit 60 with just Here's A Realm the Reborn. This person obviously isn't playing optimally, Jason. No, but like... Because they don't know... They didn't they, even know the buy the right bought, thing. Yeah, but like, it's like kind of try hard to be farming mounts before you're... E- like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's trying to farm mounts before he's even max level. So I would think you would be somewhat try hard. But then you just buy the... <laughs> collector's edition <laughs> free DLC alright guys so here's here's the lesson for today you need to buy everything exactly right or Jason will grief you yeah but I will say though as someone who's like you know tried to look around I feel like that game's like notoriously hard to understand what you're doing even to sign up for the free trial yeah that they definitely need to fix their website it's yeah. absolute dog it's shit it's terrible like and they have that like one time sign in token or whatever. Yeah. And it it makes you think you have to have that. Yeah, and, and you, you do don't. not. So you I spent don't. like ten minutes when I made yeah. mine like where's my free token? I remember being pissed off. Yeah. Cause I was like, what the hell? Like I, I like tried downloading the app, like all this stuff. Yeah, it's 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 really terrible. And then like the fact that the shop, like some people would be I don't know. I think that be the shop being in game would be fine, but the shop's not even in game. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like, if you play any other MMO. So wait, if I wanted to, like to go the, buy, like, a, a like Cloud's outfit or whatever, I couldn't do that in You game. have to do it on the fucking store in the in the Mog shop. I, didn't even, I don't even know that exists. Yeah, it's fucking bad. Hmm. Okay. Unless, is, there's, unless it's, like, in the game, but, like, at a vendor, and then it opens up, like, a fucking browser or some shit uh-huh. in-game. That it's like in a late game area that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not like you play World of Warcraft. You fucking press the shop button in the bottom right. And there you go. Mm-hmm. You can buy the DLC. You can buy the fucking mounts if you want. Like whatever you want to do. It's just right fucking there. As much as I'd like to keep talking about this with you. Bioroxis is like has a rock also, hard erection. Also, right now. Mike skips every cutscene. I skip every cutscene. I've not watched one cutscene. Every single cutscene. Anyway, moving on. It's time for... <laughs> It's time for I'm Meme, he says. Hell yeah, dude. The, our, weekly, our weekly meme update from you guys. If you want to post a meme for I, Kingdom Hearts meme for I'm Meme, he says, go into Discord and go on the channel called I'm Meme, he says. I want to say we've been doing this for a couple weeks now, and nobody has congratulated me on how good that name is. Yeah. It's a good name. I'm Meme, he says. <laughs> Come on. Someone congratulate me. Now, we got a meme from Brundox. That's Riku saying, man, lighten up. It's just a meme after all. That's good. That's good. Uh, we got Mr. Trumpeter 7-Eleven saying, Yen said showing up in the Keyblade graveyard like, and it's a picture of Gandalf. And, <laughs> and they put Yen Sid's hat on him and some sick shades. I know what this is from. 
So in like the behind the scenes for because like you know Lord of the Rings, they have all the really long shit. Well, this is from The Hobbit. Mm. This is from The Hobbit behind the scenes because they do a scene right, Uh and it would render in 3D because those movies are 3D. It would render in 3D immediately, and then so when they'd go back to like watch the scene to see how it looks, to like you know okay let's try this take instead. They would have to have like the glasses on and everything, and so he's just in the Gandalf clothes with the fucking 3D glasses on. Six shades, dude. Uh, we have Tyler Tylerims. When you don't know where Scold went, and it's a picture of Scold, but he added the uh very sad smiley face onto it, and yeah. he did this with all the Union Cross characters. <laughs> we did it with Scold. What did Elias send us here? This is a video. Only a spoonful. Good ending. <laughs> all right you guys you guys are gonna have to watch that one from elias on your own it's it's the comically large spoon meme yeah but with kingdom hearts music and he's like instead of being mad at him for having the comically large spoon it's playing kingdom hearts music and he's yeah. like you're my friend of course yes <laughs> uh elbow juice is at a handful of memes for us first he has uh look sword saying here's some chalky milk because you're epic and look sword's just holding a glass of chalky milk <laughs> it's a pretty good edit. Yeah, it's a really good edit. It looks like he's holding it. Uh, we have Kingdom Blarts. Nice. Uh, with uh, Also a good edit. Yeah, very good edit. The the mall cop himself, Paul Blart, holding a Keyblade. <laughs> we have Kingdom Hearts 3D, Dream Drip Distance, and uh, Sora and Riku are dripped out with their Supreme Hell and, yeah. and all that. And then we have Luxor Drip is calling you, except <laughs> decline. <laughs> I like it. I That's like it. Angel has ARP be like, and it just answer and it says Kingdom Hearts smile. <laughs> uh Brundox says credit to Cheery Theoden for the template idea. It's from Heroes. I just made it. And it says Ven, who's literally been asleep for an entire decade. Yen said wrapping up eight games of lore and plot development. But then I like this one. This one that Cherry Theoden actually did a little better. That one made me laugh. I seen this one. Mike, Jason, and Nomura. YouTubers trying to justify the world ends with you and Cage <laughs> crossover theories. <laughs> Very uh, good. Uh, Zelda Strife has some, and they say, I didn't make these, but they make me chuckle. And it's sore laying down, and it says, the risk I took was calculated, but man, am I bad at math. <laughs> when he fucking falls off the mountain. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Kingdom Hearts 3 in a nutshell, and it's the Spider-Man meme, except there's six of them, and they're all different colored hair, like different colored Kingdom Hearts wigs pointing at each it's other. It's like Ventus pointing at Roxas, Sora pointing at Vanitas, and Riku pointing at Riku. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, and then Angel has one more where it, it's a text conversation that says, so what's Kingdom Hearts about? And then it says, I'm glad you asked. And then there is a six... Wait. Yeah. It says six hours and 94 minutes and 20 seconds uh, audio explanation, but why would it be six hours and 94 minutes? It, it glitched, dude. Wouldn't that be seven it hours and so, 34 minutes? It was so long that it literally broke the audio file. Okay. And the space-time continuum. Um, I, I'm looking in regular regular memes because some of you guys just don't follow directions. Mr. Sweet says Kingdom Hearts, King Hearts 3 or mobile game ad. And it shows like the, the one of those caveman mobile games. Yeah. And yeah. then it shows the girl from Olympus <laughs> who looks a lot like, Who's like on the pillar. Yeah. That's quick post says, Wow. He lit- he is literally me. And it's <laughs> it's the Union Cross player. Yep. And it's every fucking Xehanort. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one's not Kingdom Hearts specific, but it needs to be shouted out. Because yes, this one's really good. There's a, there's a joke that when I speed run and I'm by myself, that Jason is just sitting behind the blanket <laughs> and not living his own life. Yeah. And he always is in chat saying they don't know him behind the blanket. Well, she <laughs> took the they don't know at the party meme yeah. and put our put the blanket there. <laughs> So it's just they don't know I'm behind the blanket, which is <laughs> a very classy, a good meme. God tier meme. God God tier meme. meme. Thank you, thank you, everybody, for the memes. Thanks for the memes. I'm Mimi says. Um, if you want to, like I said, if you want to contribute, to I'm Mimi says, just go into Discord. Do it. Speaking of contributing, um, I just want to say we have 
59 Apple Podcast reviews. And while I'm not someone that normally asks for this kind of thing, I need, I'm going to need 10 more Apple reviews for yeah. you guys to get to 69. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to need them, dude. I'm going to need that. So, and then we do, I don't want to review ever again after that. Yeah. So if, if you guys can get to work on giving us 10 Apple podcast reviews, so we get to 69 and then we'll just leave it at that. That forever. would be blessed. That would be, you, you don't even have to say anything It'd just be important. Just say nice. nice. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, Jason, know. we'll know. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, it is time for the question. The question of the week. I don't think Jason likes that one. No, I don't like that one. All right, anyway, we'll be right back. It's not. Question of the week. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Answer Report Podcast. It's time for the question of the week. Oh, yeah. Thank you again to Afroxis for that juice thing. And go check out. It's still so uh, juice. Go check out Afroxis on, um, on Spotify. There's going to be a link in the description. But he makes real music. He's a real musician. And he's dope. So go check him out. He's not under Afroxis, though. I believe he's under Million. But check him out. He's dope. I can't read. Jason can't read, and I'm bad at things. But anyway, it is time for the question of the week. This week's question of the week is from our friend from Down Under, Daimo. <laughs> and I'm going to try to read it how an all, not how Daimo would read it, because his voice is, I can't replicate his voice. It's too smooth and silky. But I'm going to do my Australian accent. If Mike and Jay's Markle Mastery test was being sabotaged by a creep in a potato sack, which one would instinctively become a dream eater to protect the other? And what variety of dream eater would the dream eater, what variety of dream eater of dream eater would they be? Mate. It's just so, it's like, it's like a fucking, you know how like people are like, oh yeah, New Zealand is Middle Earth? Well, like you're a fucking orc, but one from Australia, like from yeah. a different continent. Yeah, I, I got on, I got on a fucking boat. Yeah, and, and and you're an orc that's fresh off the boat, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> okay, so uh, Tollcraft says they'd fuse and become old man Vegito variant of Dream Eater. Oh. Okay. All right. I like Vegito. Dude, I, I'll be old man Vegito. With Dude, Vegito is way cooler than Gogeta. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree. Fucking Gogeta? Yeah. Ugh! Disgusting. Yeah, he's bad. Alex Church of Demix says, Okay, okay, so during the Mark of Mastery, Jason tries to go back home since he finds all the sleeping Taco Bells, but okay. instead ends up in the mysterious place of Sonic. He wanders around oh, to find no. a way out, but is attacked by Chickslam, who he spends like 40 years to fight. Oh. Soon he collapses and a mysterious figure approaches. Young motherfucking beans. Holy no, shit. No. Jason just fucking dies and is taken to the organization round room. While no. all this is happening, Mike tries to go home after finding all the sleeping Taco Bells, but he ends up in Jason's dreams as a juiced as fuck dream eater. Not that he wasn't already juiced, but man, he was juiced. He searches for Jason and finds another one of his arch enemies, Jay Comrade, the emote that is yet to be created. After they duke it out, Jay Comrade retreats and Mike keeps looking for Jason. Soon Mike's, Mike finds the organization's round room and is attacked by young beans. But before they start shitting on each other, motherfucking Sean and Tyler ascend from the heavens and kill everyone. Oh my god. Even the unholy being of death, Beans Cricket, right before he was re-completed. <laughs> then nice. Mike uses the power of waking or some shit to save Jason from the weird Ventus thing inside his heart. I don't know what the fuck that thing is called again. Wait, what was the question? Oh, right. Uh, Mike is Big Monkey Dream Eater that you have to fight <laughs> yes. 10 times. And Jason is the gargoyle one in Quasimodo Land. I don't know. I'm sorry. 
Thank you, Alex. Uh, Pogreys Pogshua says, Jason would become the hot tub penguin dream eater. I don't know the name. And what's funny about that is I said that in the podcast, but... It it wasn't out yet. Yeah, he said that before the podcast was out. Dude, it's Tubgwin Ace, dude. Yeah, Tubgwin Ace. Come on, guys. (laughs) Angel says, Jason becomes the dream eater because he was behind the blanket sad. (laughs) Yeah, true. Swirls Barkley says... Jason would in fact become the Dream Eater, making his way making his way around the dreaming worlds, looking for what he thinks is Mike in quotes. After traversing all the worlds, he comes to find Mike passed out in a spear of water, and then has to fight fight his way to save him from all the nightmares. After defeating all of them, he takes a passed out Mike home. This is where things get interesting. Jason puts Mike on his bed, tucking him in nicely, but hears something coming from behind the blanket. Jason peels back the blanket to find Mike hanging out with everyone on stream. <laughs> he just PB'd a KH3 speedrun and beat BB's time. <laughs> everyone is super happy and forgets about Mike behind them. After all the celebrating, Jason remembers what he thought was Mike on the bed. Jason freaks out and asks Mike a question only he would know. Who is the most cursed person on earth? Mike replies, of course, with beans. No. Confirming he's the real Mike. No. They both peel back the blanket to see Mike asleep on the bed. They are both confused at first, but then remember of Mike's nobody, Chick Slam. This must be who is sleeping on the bed. They both say, who cares, then lock the sleeping Chick Slam where no one will find him. If you ask them to this day, they will say that top men are working on it. Wait, what was the question? Oh, what type of dream eater? Oh, probably the hot tub penguin. Yeah, that one. <laughs> tub Ace, dude. Saving the day. Always. Billy the Kid Warrant says, Upon sabotaging of the exam by the creep in the potato sack, Jason becomes the dream eater known as Lord Kairu. And in a state Hell of yeah, euphoria, dude. gets too excited and trips Frog and accidentally gang. stabbing Mike to near death. <laughs> knowing, yes. knowing that he is now technically a frog, he believes that if Mike kisses him, something magical will happen. <laughs> and it could save Mike's life potentially. You're bleeding out. Kiss me. <laughs> Mike, knowing that's a real stretch, but desperate with brotherly love, goes in for the kiss on now Jason's froggy forehead. But in his near-death haze, twitches and sticks his tongue out, effectively licking Jason's froggy forehead instead of kissing it. Thereby now getting a dream eater high off all of this <laughs> now dying in his own state of painful euphoria mike lies on his back looking up at the stars as the creep in the potato sack revealed to be jiminy cricket what froggy forehead jason and mommy aqua all look down at him and sing green day's good riddance as a <laughs> lullaby of death in his final moments it's something unpredictable. <laughs> but in the end, it's right. I hope you had the, the time of your life. Mike's eyes close. He and Jason having failed the mark of mastery, and Jason having failed at protecting his brother. Jiminy Cricket laughs and logs it all in his journal. Jason does weird frog shit with Mommy Aqua and Mudkips, and Mike goes to heaven where he enjoys plenty of Baja Blast. Probably Finn. Wow. I do freaky frog shit with aqua and mudkips, dude. What the fuck? Oh, the weird part isn't that you stabbed me to death? No, no, okay. that's 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 right. canon. <laughs> Meteor Phoenix says, to answer the actual question, Mike would become a dream eater to protect his beautiful baby brother, Jason. Now, I don't know any dream eaters aside from the cat one and Riku, so I guess Mike turns into Riku. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yonag, or Gonaway, says, My brain is the absolute smoothest at the moment, so I will say no more than Jason gives Jugglepuff vibes and Mike gives Sudo Neko vibes. So you're a Jugglepuff, dude. You're, you're Snack Boy and I'm who snack am I? Boy. Jugglepuff? Jugglepuff. I don't remember which one that is. Jugglepuff. 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 Uh, Chip Cooper says, Mike has that older brother energy, so he would definitely be the one to dive into Jason's dream. He would turn into that funky little frog chef because it's objectively the best dream eater. <laughs> True. And Mike is objectively the best Kingdom Hearts podcast host. Hell yeah. Chip True. Cooper. Love that. Love that. Uh, Tyler Tylerim says, Mike would obviously become the dream eater, and here's what he would look like. And it is a picture of Coco Bussy <laughs> with a dream eater symbol on it. Yeah. Coco, uh, the famous Coco Bussy from Final Fantasy XIV, yeah. if you're unaware. Yeah. Classic. 
What the fuck? <laughs> Mr. Trumpeter711 says, I agree with Chip on the older brother energy that Mike exudes. That makes Mike the dream eater. But honestly, I don't think Jason would even need a dream eater because Jason is just the most juiced individual I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. Mike being the True. older brother already knows how juiced Jason is, but would still turn into Sir Caillou, the frog knight, to protect and heal Jason should he ever require it. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, like... Just the, the fucking, you press start on DDD, you got two frog boys with you, it's just doing their fucking run animation, dude. It's slightly slowed down, it's also grayscaled, it's just, a, it's a fucking vibe, dude. <laughs> it is a vibe. Immaculate vibe. It is a vibe. Uh, Kyrie's bro says, Mike would definitely become a dream eater to protect his brother, as for what form he would take... I imagine all those thumb, old thumbnails on YouTube of Mike's head on different video game characters, and Mike as a Dream Eater would just be changeable Dream Eater bodies with Mike's head. That's now imagine Meow Wow with Mike's head. That is terrifying. Meow. 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 No. Stop. Um, Pokedrew says, you both would believe in the other, not knowing you'd ever get out because of it. Everyone wants to be the pro tag. The older brother would believe in the innocence of the younger, the younger would believe in the protection of the elder. So we would just both be a dream eater. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. That, that shit was deep, dude. That was deep as fuck. <laughs> I need to hit the blunt again before yeah, I read dude. that one. <laughs> that was fucking deep. Holy shit. Uh, Zombie says, this is an easy question. Jason would be the dream eater and he'd be Meow Wow because he would destroy young Xehanort against all odds. Could have been long, but I kept it short for you. Against all odds. Thank you, zombie. And then finally, we have Espicat. Mike would be Jason's dream eater because Big Brother vibes. It's a no-brainer. I think it's part of a contract or something you sign. Yeah. Of course, Jason... Hello? I don't understand what he meant here. Mike would be Jason's dream eater because Big Brother vibes. It's a no-brainer. I think it's part of a contract or something you sign. Of Jason would because Mike is a boomer and can't take care of himself. Okay, if that one is actually mean or upsets Mike, I'm sorry. Mike as a dream eater would be Chef Frog. I like how Espy tried to, like, grief me. Yeah. But then couldn't even, like, put together the sentence of what he was trying to say, dude. Come on, Espy. <laughs> Espy's still stuck in Sawcon, dude. He yeah. doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know where he is. <laughs> like, oh, I've been in Sawcon for weeks. <laughs> Jason, do you have an answer to this question of the week? We just both turn into frog boys, dude. Dude, I want to be the chef one. Okay. And you be the knight? Yeah, I'll be the knight one. Because I want to be like taught. I want to be tossing like the food out of the oh, pan yeah. and it turns into like, fucking like mind Mind shield, you know? dude. That yeah. shit's juice. That shit is juice as fuck. Actually, my answer is I would become the dream eater mm. and I would become the boy. Pog mini Greg. <laughs> Pog mini Greg. Pog mini Greg. Pog mini Greg. Pog mini Greg. And I'd save you. Okay. And then I would join World Wrestling Entertainment. And Pog Mini Greg would become the most over wrestler in the world. Okay. Every every arena he stepped into, everybody would be like, Pog Mini Greg, Pog Mini Greg, <laughs> PMG, PMG. <laughs> People would be chanting Pog Mini Greg's name everywhere he went. Mm. Shout out to Pog Mini Greg. Yeah. I'm actually like, I was, <laughs> for some reason I was at work the other day. And I just thought about Pog Mini Greg. <laughs> you were like, huh? Oh, <laughs> Pog like, I miss, Mini Greg, dude. I miss I Pog him. Mini Greg. Miss him, miss him. So I, I, I'm like trying to think of ways I can like <laughs> just put Pog Mini Greg into like games we play on oh, stream or okay. whatever. Like, how do I, can we name Shepherd Pog Mini Greg? <laughs> you know, like, can, can I, I want to play a Pokemon game just to name a Pokemon Pog Mini Greg. Yeah, like a Wooloo. Though a Wooloo would be a pretty, a pretty juiced Pog Mini Greg. Or like a, a, a Mareep. Ooh, Mareep's even better. Yeah. But then it would turn into... Mary is actually good, though. Because it would turn into Pog. You Everstone. Pog Big Greg. Oh, my God. Pog, <laughs> Pog Big Greg. <laughs> oh, my God. Pog Gregory. But, yeah, thank you guys for answering this week's question of the week. 
We're, we're trying to get like real weird with the question of the week lately. Yeah, yeah. That's why we I let Damo. That's why we let Damo do it because it, it's kind of fun. You know, we wanted it to be really weird. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> like really weird. So we chose Damo. This one's gonna get. We wouldn't um, normally do this. Yeah, we wouldn't. <laughs> we're, we're also gonna choose Brundox's weird one here. Well, first I gotta say, Bioroxis said for a suggestion, "What's your favorite job in FF14?" And I'm gonna say. The guy who skips the cutscenes. That's your answer, Bio. Uh, Brun- My job is mashing escape. Right. Brundox has a, a suggestion. With the dry season inbound, our Anthem Report podcast summer vacation is beginning. We're going to need something to keep us occupied. So in the spirit of the seven wonders of Twilight Town, does your hometown have a wonder? Is there a mysterious place, artifact, or event that the gang should check out? So hmm. This is getting a little more personal. Hmm. Don't dox yourself, obviously. Hmm. Like, don't be like, hey, I live in Big Ben. Like, <laughs> like don't, you could say uh, the town I live in has Big Ben Clock Tower, right? Yeah. But don't tell us you live there if you live there. Okay. Mm. So don't dox yourself. But uh, what's, what's a wonder of your of your world, of your of your of where you live, mm. your your town, your city, your England is my city. Yeah. You know, true. Anyway. That's going to do it for the question week this week. Jason, do you have do you have anything else you want to talk about? We kind of got a free... We're, you know what we should do right now? Since it's the end of the episode, and we've both seen it, let's talk about Loki for like five minutes. Okay. Because eventually, what our plan is, is we, we plan on doing like um, some extra podcasts for you guys, maybe with like a Patreon deal going on, where we talk about other stuff. So let's let's give him a little taste. Yeah, let's give him a little Loki taste. That'd we watched, fun. we watched, we both watched obviously, all six episodes of Loki. There will obviously be Loki spoilers. Yes. So if you don't want that, now's the time where we say, uh, "May heart be your key, fuck, fuck off, off, thank you, thank and all you. that." Starting right now, Loki talk. Jason, what did you think of Loki? It was really fucking good. I did not watch any of it until all of it was out. Mm-hmm. I stayed away from all sources of media. I would like go into the Discord and I would click on the TV shows thing because it would say I have, there's like new messages. Mm-hmm. And it's just all like blacked out with spoilers. Spoiler and I was, bars, like, yeah. I was like, damn, I need to watch Loki. And I was just going to watch the first episode and then go to bed. And then I watched all six of them bitches in a row, and I didn't regret it, dude. It felt like a really long movie. Yep. The pacing was really good. Really loved it. Would you say that first episode sucked you in? Definitely. You you definitely... You didn't just go, okay, I guess I'll watch the next one. You were just like, no, I need to watch the next one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I agree. I think... Um, I watched How they ended it... some of those episodes was, like, fucked up, yeah. too. I watched a few... Uh, Tara and I watched... We watched the first three when they came out, like each Wednesday, and then mm. um, we didn't watch it a Wednesday, and then we didn't watch another Wednesday. I was like, we might as well wait till all the last three are out. And then we watched okay. the last three back to back to back, which felt like a very a very you know average size movie, yeah. which I liked. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, Tom Hiddleston is just great as Loki. Oh yeah, um, he's just has been always, and seeing. You know, the believable growth from that Avengers Loki that we were starting with, because, you know, we had seen him grow yeah. in Thor the Dark World and then in, you know, um, other things. Oh, uh, Ragnarok. You know, we had seen yeah, some yeah. growth from him in different ways. Um, but now this was him growing on a whole different way, right? And mm-hmm. I thought that was very interesting. And I, you know. I wasn't like super excited about this show when it was first announced because I was like, "What the fuck are they gonna do?" Well, especially because I felt like the the odds that I was like, "Okay, if Wandavision doesn't have anything that's like overall really like anything major, then I don't think Loki will, right?" But it did. Like, but yeah, it, it did, and it, it's, it's crazy. basically setting up the the next steps of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is nuts because at the end of it, um, girl Loki, Sylvie, and and Loki meets 
he who remains who is a variant of Kang the Conqueror yeah who is uh going to be the bad man in at least Ant-Man yeah the Quantumania or whatever but I think he's going to show up a lot different variants of him are going to show up a lot and I you know when you first see him cuz I was expecting you know with that twist I was expecting you know, oh, it's like it's like another Loki. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's been doing this, and he, you know, but they didn't go that route, and they said, "Hey, here's this new big bad. Here's the new Thanos of this next set of movies." I yeah, I really didn't think it, King was it. I thought it was going to be like something like that, where it's like a Loki wants to just kill all other Lokis or something like that, mm-hmm. so that he's like the only one. But I was like, it's either that or it's like some type of like fucking just like sentient, like void type right. thing. Like they're not really a person or like an old ass man or like, yeah, but, it, but it's this guy who, um, uh, Jonathan, what's his, I don't remember his last name. Majors. Is that right? That's not no idea. Uh, but he, he did an excellent job of just slowly making this guy seem more unhinged. And they really, they gave him a lot of time to like, feel out the space and, 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 and do what he just yeah, act. Yeah. And he did such a it great job. It was really job. good. Yeah. Um, and the, when, when Sylvie decides to stab him and then he just looks up at her and he goes, see you soon and winks. You're like, fuck dude, <laughs> this guy is going to cause some problems. Yeah. Okay. Cause he's apparently the nicest variant of them, but he was the one who won. Right. Yeah. And, um, there's a lot of different lore with Kang the Conqueror in, in, in different Marvel ways they could go. There's one in one set he's a descendant of Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. In one set he's just like um I mean he he's always had a lot of variants. That's kind of been his thing, is you know, he he comes back in different forms. And yeah. so it's pretty it's pretty exciting. Instead of like I think instead of like Thanos like showing up in the end credits or like random like small scenes that don't matter like in guardians or whatever, I think this guy's going to show up a lot and sometimes it won't, it won't be meaningful, but sometimes it will. And, and like for anyone who's watched Loki, they'll be like, this guy's scary. Right. Even if he's like really nice. In well, life. and I, I think it's made stuff like Loki, like necessary viewing. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I can't, I'm sure they're going to do a, a nice job in Ant-Man of like introducing him again, but I really think he's going to show up into Dr. Strange. I think he's going to show yeah. up in, Spider-Man, because the way they're setting up Spider-Man with like all the different villains coming back, like he has to be there. You yeah, know, yeah. In some way, even if it's just like there's a there's speculation that um I don't know if you remember in the new Spider-Man, the most recent Spider-Man, the Avengers Tower was sold to somebody, but they don't say who. Yeah. And he and apparently Kang has this corporation called Kang. It's like Kang, but with a Q. Mm. And a lot of people think that his company bought it, and that's why they didn't reveal who oh, bought it. Okay, and so he might even be just like pulling the strings from a corporation type standpoint, like mm. a variant of his. You know what I mean? And there's just like a lot of things they can do with the history of the MCU now that they've set this up, which is really like really interesting to me. Like they like something as silly as oh, uh, Terrence Howard was just a variant of War Machine. That's true. You know what I mean? That's or, true. or Ed Norton was a variant of the Hulk. Like there's just a bunch of stupid shit they could do now. That's yeah. just like, Oh, ha ha ha. Like we, we, well, this wasn't a recasting. We knew, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and that's really exciting to me. Well, and I mean that, that like, well, that's what I thought of right away. Cause I was like, you know, there's all the confirmations that all the different spider like man actors are going to be like, right. they're, they're on the cast of the new Spider-Man. I don't know that. They, I don't think they've confirmed the other, spider-man but they've confirmed the villains right no i'm pretty sure they confirmed the Did spider-man they? yeah they confirmed that andrew garfield's in it yeah i'm and pretty Toby? sure yeah i don't know i'm like very i'm like 90 percent sure you might be right either way um, it's gonna but happen. it's like yo like that's obviously what's happening like they're right. just the variants right. like right but it's really cool yeah. but back to uh, not not specifically what like what loki is going to do to affect the mcu but just in general it, the show itself it's yeah. very uh the, the 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 fidelity of it was insane yeah, the uh, the special effects budget had to be nuts. Yeah, Some it was of the special insane. effects was so good. Like just like when they're on the planet that's getting the meteor crash into it, that yeah. stuff was nuts. That scene um in I believe it's episode three that ends it where it's like it's supposed to be like a one shot where they're running through the city trying to make it onto the rocket. Yeah. That shit's dope. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, it wasn't like the same as like the Daredevil hallway scene. Yeah. 
like because that's just like brutal and visceral and in your face mm-hmm. but it was just really cool it was like a survival type and one, it, yeah. it wasn't one shot there's definitely yeah, if you watch yeah. it closely there's tricks they did to make yeah. it seem like loki runs right in front of the camera and it like blocks the whole camera yeah or right? like or, a pi- like a pillar of a building yeah, does they, yeah. they zoom up for a special effects shot and then come back yeah, down so yeah. it wasn't one shot but it was shot like it was one it, shot yeah, it I was done that. really well yeah, yeah. I, I really liked it there's actually i watched this video where they pointed out like the number of times there was a cut Mm. and one it's like when loki's running from the screen it looks like he has like a tail like he's running that fast kind of thing but really it's just they splice two shots together and he wasn't in the exact right spot uh, but you don't notice it unless you're like slowing down the film yeah you know, yeah to look frame by frame right yeah. um it, it, otherwise you just oh that it was just like a lens effect or something you know what i mean yeah. like you don't you don't notice unless you're like looking for it but i just thought it was really cool um uh so sophie di martino i think is her name the uh sylvie yeah great she's fantastic i remember at first i was like okay like yo like a a female loki that's dope but then i was like wait is it actually a female loki because you know like when you first see her because when you first see the other loki he's controlling this other guy and then he controls another guy and then he controls another guy and mm-hmm. so i was like is this just like another person oh you didn't think she was actually revealing herself right like i wasn't sure right. i was like yo this would be cool but i don't know right. like but then when she went through the portal like the use the temp pad or whatever to leave i was like okay yeah because there's no way you could like still be like loki power controlling somebody in like a different right. timeline right. for sure for sure yeah dude i i i really liked the show i thought there was a lot of cool easter eggs there was a lot of like yeah pay attention to like the tickers and the tva about where like there's there's like shit going on and you're like yeah. oh wait uh that was the the morag that's the planet where star lord grabbed the infinity stone yeah or, you know what i mean like there, there's a lot of like weird stuff like that and owen wilson dude we haven't said yes, about owen wilson dude wow 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 dude i love his character so much yeah, his obvious. character his character is my favorite of the show 100 percent. it was really good easily the best character yeah and like I I really like him and like like his character and Loki like like Mobius and Loki like that dynamic dynamic was so good yeah it was so so good so they they've been friends like in real life for a long time because mm. they were both in the movie A Midnight in Paris and I read that Owen Wilson didn't know shit about the MCU because you know he just didn't yeah. not something that interests him so instead of like watching movies or reading comics to do research he had tom hiddleston sit there and explain everything that had happened in the mcu to him okay <laughs> like which is such an owen wilson thing yeah. you know what i mean like, yeah okay what well, now wow wow so okay use the infinity stones wow you know like <laughs> i could just sit wow. there like, <laughs> like it's just ridiculous to think about but yeah I, I loved Owen Wilson and I thought he was great. I thought everybody, I mean, there was nobody that I was like, that was a weird performance. Uh, classic Loki was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the scene with the, all the variants fighting. I, it's so crazy to me that like, cause obviously like when you're acting and you're playing as like a character and you, you obviously like have to put yourself in like that frame of mind. Like, okay. Like when he first ever acted as Loki, it's like young Loki, like he's yeah. obviously very bitter, like all the shit. And but then like the character grows and as it grows, like how you're going to portray him changes right. as well. Right. And being able to just revert back yeah. to like where he was. But not only that, but do it twice because he does it in like and has the growth or whatever. But then he does it again when you like see all the other Lokis when mm-hmm. he's in like the void or whatever the hell it's called mm-hmm. and he gets his hand bit off or whatever. That shit was crazy. President Loki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. President Loki President or whatever. Loki. Yeah. So like he does it twice, like yeah. reverts to like old evil Loki. Well, I don't know that. And then President he, Loki. And then him. he does it again in like, like infinity war like, or end game yeah. when he's like, they're showing like the, Oh, this is what happened after when, right. Like, I don't know. Like he's just I, such a good fucking actor. He is. I don't know that president Loki's necessarily a revert. I think that's a whole different character because it's, he's like an even more pompous jackass. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I just say that's just like so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. He's, he's a really good actor. He's incredible. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought the show was really good. I think it's, I mean, if you're listening still, You've seen it, you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. you know. But yeah. um so I'm not gonna recommend it to you. But fucking watch it. Anyway. It's really good. And I'm excited to see what Marvel does next. What if comes out next month? 
Shang Chi comes out the month after that. We we're eating good, Marvel MCU fans. And if they keep doing shit like this, I'm in. You know? Yeah. But anyway. Absolutely. That concludes our Loki talk. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We what, didn't what? talk about uh what the the theory with the end of um um WandaVision? Oh and the yeah, ending of Loki. That, so there's a theory. They think that, it's at the same time that when Wand at the end of WandaVision, spoilers for WandaVision. If you haven't seen that, I mean, you should watch it. But she's a, she's like you know doing the meditating thing in like her little log cabin, and she hears her kids' voices. And there's a theory that the reason she hears their voices is because that's the exact moment when so uh, Sylvie stabs he who remains and resets like the timelines or whatever. Yeah. And it causes all the variants so that she can hear her kids from another timeline or there's different, there's different, like there's a bunch of different variations. Of yeah. That of that, but that that's at the same time. Yeah. I, I think that's cool. I also watched this video very recently that this is way out there, but there's a scene in Endgame where Captain America, it's towards the end where they fight Thanos before everybody shows up. And Tony Stark says something to Captain America like, yeah, time, time will fight back or something like that. You'll see. And people just thought it was like a throwaway line where he's saying, hey, as you get older. But a lot of people are thinking Tony Stark knew more about like what was coming with Kang. Hmm. And like the theory is that after after they get all the stones and Black Widow dies, they stand there on the dock for a while. It's sad. And then they cut to a scene where they're putting it all together, but that some time passed in between there. And if you look at the screen when um when bad uh uh Gamora's sister, what's her name? Oh, Nebula? Nebula. When bad Nebula is letting Thanos back, or like past Thanos in, if you look at the screen, there's the date that they just went to, and then there's two other dates that they did not go to. Mm. And people are thinking that Tony Stark did like a little reconnaissance to go back to like these different things and look at stuff. And he he learned a lot about like the timelines and he tried to like wipe some timelines or something. And mm. then he came back. Like it, You'll have to watch the video a video on it. But like it's it, this is theory that Tony Stark knew more, but he knew that he had to die anyway. So he couldn't do anything about it. Mm. But it was very interesting. So there's a lot of like people are really jumping on the theory train with this stuff. And, you know, we're all Kingdom Hearts fans. So we like that. Yeah, stuff. absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed our Loki talk. Hope that uh, I know it's not Kingdom Hearts, but, uh, you know, we like to talk about other stuff sometimes. Yeah. Sleeping Realm Theory, dude. Sleeping Realm Theory. Anyway, uh, we'll see you guys next week for episode 124. Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Now fuck off.
Check, check, check. Big old poopies. Big poopies everywhere. Giant Japanese-style poopies. Well, the ones that look like ice cream. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Giant Digimon poopies. Gmod poopies. Digimon, Digimon poopies. G- what is a Gmod poopy? I don't know. Like I thought like? you said Gmod. <laughs> okay. It just... <laughs> It's just like the most boring bear poop, <laughs> like a G-Mod room. 